I am a man of constant sorrow. I've seen trouble all my days. Do you remember that song? It was uh, popular in that uh, movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, came out. And uh, Job feels very much like that. Our first reading from the book of Job. Remember what happened to him, right? He had it all. He had wealth. He had good reputation, a wonderful family. He was faithful and just, and he is afflicted with a series of calamities where he loses it. His children are killed and a building collapses. His uh, his animals, livestock are stolen. His wife rebukes him, and he ends up being afflicted, his whole body, with boils from head to toe. And so we hear Job in our first reading uh, giving a very pessimistic view of life, Man's life on earth is drudgery, a slave that longs for the shade. Job is certain he will never see happiness again. Many of those people living in Galilee in the first century who were sick or who were possessed would agree with Job's description of life. We need to remember in the first century that medicine wasn't very advanced. It didn't do a lot. Maybe there were some natural remedies. But if you became sick, for the most part, you simply suffered, and maybe your body would heal itself. There was uh, no painkillers, no surgery. Now, some people also would seek a supernatural remedy. And so when Jesus begins his public ministry, uh, and he has the power to heal people, Word spreads rapidly. And so they come to him to get some relief from their suffering. They flock to him. The gospel says they brought to him all who were ill or possessed by demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. Now, there are three primary activities of Jesus' public ministry. First is preaching. Second is healing. And third is exorcism, the casting out of demons. And at first glance, it might seem that these are three separate things. But in fact, it's one reality with three dimensions. Jesus is bringing the kingdom of God to earth by his preaching, by his healings, and by his casting out demons. The healings show that the kingdom makes people whole, that it restores them, and it helps them to know they're loved by God. The exorcisms accomplish and show that the kingdom of God delivers people from the tyranny of evil so that they have the freedom to live as sons and daughters of God. And what Jesus did, the apostles also did. They preached, they healed, they cast out demons, and in fact, the church has continued to do that for 2,000 years. Through her prayers and through her sacraments, there still are people supernaturally healed, and delivered from demons. But also, too, the church has understood this mission of Christ to apply broadly, to even incorporate natural means. And so the church has been the leading provider of health care in the world for over a thousand years. Maybe you didn't know that, but it's true even today. 
in, in uh, the rule of St. Benedict, remember uh, Benedict in the 6th century founded a monastic order. Uh, he wrote, the care of the sick is to be placed above and before every other duty, and if indeed, as if indeed Christ were being directly served by waiting on them. In the Middle Ages, monasteries and convents were the medical centers of Europe. Catholic scientists over the centuries made numerous discoveries crucial to the development of modern medicine. And indeed, it is not an overstatement to say the Catholic Church invented the hospital. The healing power of God is present in many ways, especially among those communities of faithful Christians. I want to share with you a story I read early this week that made a deep impression on me. It was uh, on the web version of National Catholic Register. It's about a young couple, Nathaniel and Mariana Coleman. So they were students at Franciscan University in Steubenville. In case you don't know it, Franciscan University uh, is a very faithfully Catholic university. It's an amazing place. I think a, a thousand of the 3,000 students at least go to daily mass. Okay? And in this wonderful Catholic environment, uh, Nate is introduced to Mariana by friends, and they hit it off right away. Easily, they, can, they easily are able to talk with each other. On their third official date, Nate plans something kind of neat uh, that they'll, be, they'll paint. He's an artist, and, uh, and on that date, he asks her, he says, will you be my girlfriend? And she says, yes. So they're going steady at this point, right? Uh, and this romance grows, and um, Mariana's family invites Nathaniel to join them for a family vacation where they will hike Mount Zion, and there he surprised her with a marriage proposal. And indeed, uh, they got married this past October. Uh, the marriage is, the wedding was perfect, um, not only a beautiful mass, but afterwards, uh, Nate's mom described it as the holiest wedding she's ever been to. During the wedding reception, the dancing was stopped and they prayed over each other. Uh, and then, uh, friends of Marianne, actually, they were housemates. They, so at Steubenville, they have these kind of holy sororities and fraternities that people live in these houses. And one of them is called the Daughters of Zion. That's where Marianne had lived. And so she and her, her house sisters sang their, their house song, all these beautiful female voices singing this song that they knew by heart. And then this one deep voice, Nate, who had learned the song and was singing with them. And so this couple had such a joyful time with their family and friends in the wedding and the days that followed. And um, their honeymoon, they, for their honeymoon, they went to the uh, beautiful Caribbean island, St. Lucia. They arrived there on Monday evening. Uh, the next morning, Tuesday, they had breakfast, and then they went to do one of their favorite activities, which is water skiing. And tragically, when Nate was water skiing, he died in an accident. And he wasn't a newbie to water skiing. He had been on his high school water skiing team. And you hear that, right? Such an immense loss. Mariana lost her husband after less than a week of marriage. Nate's parents, Heather and Gordon, lost their only child, their only son. So what does such a sad story have to do with the kingdom of God? In our psalm, the refrain, what did we sing? Praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. The story of Job doesn't end in sorrow. Job's fortunes are restored. 
he's given many wonderful children. The book says his later days are happier than his earlier days. The story of Jesus doesn't end on the cross or in the tomb. It doesn't end in sorrow. And neither does our story. So let me tell you a little bit more about this story. Mariana and Nate had planned to live in their own home in Florida, but after Nate's death, she decided she would live with her in-laws, Heather and Gordon. It seems from my reading that she was more concerned about consoling them than being in a place of familiarity for herself. And in fact, they bonded. They bonded over their love for God and over their love for Nate. When you hear them talking about their reaction, you sense something unusual and I think very beautiful. So Mariana said, I I wasn't angry at God. Nathaniel was now where he had always wanted to be, but I didn't think it would be so soon, and I don't think I'll ever understand it. Why in this life? At the funeral, Nate's mother said, there is no denying the pain or the tears. But God is showing up in so many ways. We have felt his presence, blessings, and graces through people like you. Again, this all happened in the fall. And just recently, Mariana posted something on Instagram, a picture and a message. The picture is a picture of a bed. And then there's the sacred hearts of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And there's a photo and a piece of clothing. The photo is a sonogram showing Mariana and Nate's baby. And the the clothing is a little onesie. It says, Baby Coleman. So in their less than a week of marriage, God blessed them with a child. And this has brought immense joy to Mariana and to Heather and Gordon, who are now grandparents. In her message, Mariana said, Clearly God had a plan bigger than Anything we could have imagined, he answered our prayers, but in a different way than we had expected. But still, the gift of life, the miracle we are so overjoyed to finally share with you all. Praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. 